It's Candace and Katie. Now it's time to get on the fridge. or something for me i have nothing oh god <laughs> we're just talking talk. you're basically our third host now welcome well yeah welcome to the podcast <laughs> honestly you could just like recap different stories i'll just tell my like point of view from it all i am excited you're here to defend yourself because apparently i don't do a good job talking about you yeah no, i just was like do I really talk about politics? She made it sound like it's something you bring up a lot more than you do. I will I will fully say that. That's basically Katie's special skill is just really exaggerating things about people. It's because she's the hype squad. Yeah. True. <laughs> hype squad, yeah. Everybody wants somebody to hype them up I about what the they love. Hollandaise sauce. <laughs> Tell <laughs> my friend Nicole she loves holiday sauce so much. She does. And she has a pretty face. Those are two things about Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna put that on my gravestone. Yeah. The, here she lies Nicole it. with the pretty face and the holiday sauce. What did we say we were gonna put on Candace's gravestone or wedding? Oh, the the picture. <laughs> the yeah. the gravestone. I don't, I don't think we agreed to put it on. I don't think we agreed to carve that photo into my gravestone. I I mean, to be fair, I'll be dead. I won't be able to stop you. That's true. And you know what I'll, I'll do? Um, I will, no, I won't interfere like at the funeral or anything. I'll let whoever, you know, pick out the arrangements, whatnot. And then like six months after you're dead and no one's going to visit the grave anymore, I'll switch out the engraving for the white trash one and then I'll come visit you often. You can't switch out a gr- an engraving. Yeah, they're usually like on little placards. I'm going to have you're it carved into my like stone. Just own and then just like super glue it over like the picture of you and your husband. I just, I pictured them like in the middle of the night with like just a grinder just grinding yeah. off That's what I whatever was, was already drawn in there exactly and then chiseling that picture. Yes, that's what I imagine. So, all right. Hey everybody, welcome to Get on the Fridge. We're glad you're Hi. back and we have a special guest today. You may have heard her voice already. It's our friend Nicole! Hola! <laughs> so, um, Nicole is sporting a nice red fleece blanket wrapped all around her body with her frizzy hair sticking out of the top. She looks a little bit like a red bell pepper right now. <laughs> it's so cold in my house and I'm refusing to turn the heat on, so yeah. it's sitting by 95 degrees today. That sounds really nice. Uh, no, I wore awful. I wore two coats today. It was a two coat day. I'm like sweating profusely. It is though. Tomorrow's the last day that's supposed to be in the 90s. Wow. And so fall will officially be here. Are the leaves changing? Oh, <laughs> what leaves? Desert jokes. <laughs> <laughs> the leaves on Mount Lemon are. We went up there last weekend. It's really pretty up oh, there. Nice. That's but, still... yeah, not, not a lot of leaves. We have fronds. What is that? Like a palm frond? Oh, yes. I, I didn't and know what that was called. Bikes. Yes. Those don't change. They don't change. So, Nicole, do you know about Mount Lemon? It's a mountain and it has like a hundred climates on it because of altitude. It's crazy. <laughs> say it's got a hundred lemon. <laughs> wow. Zero lemons. We found no lemons, but. No, when we it's went, the southernmost uh, ski destination in the United States of America. Really? Okay, so it's got 100 climates on it. Okay, 100 like, was probably an exaggeration. Okay, but... I'm like, no, it, it starts as like a cactus forest, and then as you go up, it turns into a pine forest, and it snows up top there in the yeah. winter. So it's always 20 degrees cooler up top, at least, and so it's a really great place to go during the summertime, since when it's 110 here, it's only 90 up there. That's true. 
it was just very strange when we were driving up it and you started and it was like cactuses and then all of a sudden there was like a grizzly bear sign like <laughs> or like a black bear or something and you're like wait yeah, they're black bears they're not grizzlies wait where am i <laughs> but there's also jaguars yeah it's, it's very confusing yeah it's a, it's a jaguars in arizona well there was one el jefe but then someone shot him and skinned him um he was the last one to cross over last year but then he went back to mexico and there are no laws there. Yeah, he got got. Uh, so El Jefe died. But jaguars do. They cross border. That's part of, like, why the border fence is, like, a big issue here from an environmental standpoint is, like, it really fucks with uh, animal migration patterns. <laughs> that is true. Because they, like, get over and then they can't get back. Trump could build, like, a little gate for the jaguars. <laughs> little doggy a doors. A doggy door! <laughs> <laughs> doggy doors. <laughs> Hey, Nicole, do you know what El Jefe means <laughs> in English? The... I don't know. I think it means boss, doesn't it? The Jefe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they would call Gary that, right? Yeah. At the pig farm? Yeah. It was Gary. Gary was our boss at the pig farm. And also this dead jaguar. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much. Gary always wore Ugg boots. <laughs> Gary wore Ugg boots to Combox? Yeah, like, I mean, you put your rubber boots on when you got to the barn. Hashtag my security. But, like, he always wore Ugg boots. I don't remember his Ugg boots. Furry ones. Your old man, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember he tried to quit smoking, like, seven times the summer I worked there. And every time his wife would be away on a trip and she would come back and just, like, buy him a carton of cigarettes. Like, you're such a pain in the ass when you're trying to quit smoking here. And then he would be smoking again. <laughs> the scary thing is he would bring like a can of either sardines or yes. anchovies and just eat it for lunch. My dad does that. Yeah. Of course he loves anchovies. He like they're always like he gets like the mustard sardines and he'll just like he just eats them and it's really gross. They smell so potent. Your dad has a very like very pungent palate, I think. Likes a lot of pungent things. It doesn't. It makes I sense that he has the stomach problems that he has. Honestly, it's true. No, this is the reason his stomach is the way it is. Yeah. I the le- less flavor the better. Yeah. I have, a, I have a, the palate of a five year old. I am amazed that you don't eat eggs, Katie. Do you not like me? You just don't know how to cook eggs. I don't understand eggs. We've discussed this. <laughs> I like can scramble them. Like I like. I don't just eat eggs on their own, but, like, I, if, like, someone made me egg salad sandwiches, like, I like egg salad, um, yeah. and I also like the scrambled egg, like, if I'm eating breakfast food, like, biscuits and gravy, but I really do not like the texture of, like, yolk or, like, hard-boiled eggs. Most of my issues are texture issues. Like, they're, yeah. like, I, I don't like mushrooms because I feel like it's the same texture as if you bit into someone's earlobe. That's what mushrooms are. I mean, okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know? I mean, so I was thinking about this after the last podcast, though, and honestly, eggs are super inexpensive and really high in protein, so they would be a really great thing for you to get into. I have my evening peanut butter and my hangover nuts, Um, so in the morning, if I feel hungover, I'll lay on the couch and eat my hangover peanuts until I feel (laughs) well enough to take Motrin. Mm. Do you like that's how I get protein. I'm just saying, eggs are like a dollar thirty a dozen tops. I know. Oh, like no But I also my problem is I don't eat breakfast. You know, I don't eat breakfast. They're good any time of the day. We went shout through out all of our poultry and egg farmers. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, we're glad you do it. We love the eggs, but and we're glad we don't have to take care of the chickens. So awesome. Did well, you ever do that experiment where you soak an egg in vinegar and then it bounces? I've never done that, but I've seen it. Like I've seen videos, I think, of it. Have you ever done it? It seems like a waste. I haven't done it. It seems like a waste of a of a young chicken fetus, but also it's pretty cool science. You know, I think if you were a chicken fetus, that would be what you were used for.
<laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll we'll get in the fridge. Are you gonna get in the fridge about anything? Or are you just gonna? I have nothing. Are you just I'm gonna just be a troll? <laughs> I've shown up, and that's about all I have to offer. Can you, like, tell us something about your school or, like, something where you bring something to the table? Not just such a worthless co-host. <laughs> I, you froze. Are you insulting me? You froze. <laughs> yeah, I did insult you. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay, I said you're a worthless co-host. I'm not a worthless co-host. I will shout out. I guess it's not an in the fridge, technically, but I will shout out... Um, Marina, who was a former guest on the podcast, she was one of our earliest guests when we did video art, um, she won this $10,000 grant and was featured in the New York Times. That's right, you heard me, the New York Times. It's super cute. Her boyfriend cut it out of the newspaper and put it on their fridge with a Aww. magnet. It's very sweet. Um, I feel like he should laminate it to keep it safe. But anyway, she I mean, that's a long-term thing to do, yeah. Woman, and she'd been working on it all summer and up until this point, and it just opened today. It's really awesome um so if you do not follow her on instagram you should it's at marina nugget like chicken nugget we did just talk about eggs she is not a vegetarian but she tells people she is um but basically she just doesn't eat chickens she won't eat birds because she really loves birds but she'll eat steak just to tie it into what we were just talking about but anyway that show is incredible Um, you should check it out on like instagram i don't think it's on her website yet but shout out to marina yeah it reminds, now. it reminds me of the notable Ray Wiley Hubbard song, Snake Farm. Just sounds nasty. <laughs> but I'm sure it's not nasty. I'm sure it's a very good show. Her dressed up in a snake suit with a snake head, like, mask on with a blonde wig, um, doing, like, things like trying to put her foot in her mouth. And um, Fabio is in it. It's very good. It's four separate videos and a bathtub that she, she got a big clawfoot bathtub and she like coated it in pink glitter and it's wonderful. Nice. So yeah, check that out, everybody. It's Um, up for two more weeks. So if you're in Tucson, check it out. If not, you should just see it on Instagram. Or if you feel like driving to Tucson, what better reason? But if you do that, you should come see me too. If I find out any of you (laughs) bastards drive to Tucson and just to see the show and not say hi to me, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, fair enough. I'm sorry, I just called you all bastards. <laughs> you did just call all of our listeners bastards. Well, you had a lot of caffeine. All six of them are going to be so upset with you. <laughs> One of them is our guest right now, so That's just true. Five. We're but just I'm down to five. Obviously, you know, you've got me worse things, but you always say I have a pretty face, so I'm like, you know, bastards can have pretty faces. That's true. I when I was little and I watched um, Austin Powers, you know, there's the fat bastard on there. I didn't know that's a bad word and so I like quoted the movie to my stepmom and thought I was being hilarious and then she yelled at me and told me that was a bad word and then I cried because I didn't know and then she's like it's okay just don't ever say it again here I am (laughs) if Kathy could see you now (laughs) on broadcast All right. So um, my get in the fridge isn't really a, an article or anything super in-depth either. I just wanted to uh, shout out a couple of different podcasts I listened to this week that I really liked. And I think if you're interested, you should definitely check out. Uh, the first one was a podcast, I believe it's called Dolly Parton's America. And it's going to be like eight or nine um, like hour-long segments. And they're interviewing Dolly. They're also interviewing people that are kind of connected to either the wormhole that they went down because of something that Dolly did or said, or um, someone that's connected with Dolly Parton's career. Uh, the first one is called Sad Ass Songs, and it kind of talks about like the very beginning of her career when she was singing like really depressing songs, mostly about like women who were pregnant, who were like disowned by their boyfriends and stuff like that. Because that's like with my bastards! It, she did sing a lot about it. Things are just working out very well. Unprepared as I am. The dots are connecting well. Um, but you know, like it wasn't the the peppy dolly that we all think of, but like she, you know, in the late sixties and stuff, she put out a lot of really sad songs, but she was writing about um like the people that she knew from home and stuff like that and yeah, that and was so, the women's rights movement. She was not yet working nine to five. It's true. It's true. And they also asked her if she thought she was like 
the original fourth wave feminist and she was like no I'm not a feminist I love men like lots of my songs are about men and for men and blah 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 and they're like well, what about what the about <laughs> it's not but for for somebody like Dolly Parton that's what it seems like like to you know to be a feminist because that's you know what at least part of the movement makes it looks look like I think and so that's when they were like well what about like just the fact that um you know like the whatever third wave fe- bleh, third wave feminism was like we're burning our bras and we're we're looking plain and we're demanding to be like men and blah blah blah, blah. and fourth wave feminism is like i can be like a man and i can also look hot <laughs> and you know what i like that's kind of what we're in right now where it's like no screw you i can have my boobs out if i want that's my choice and that kind of thing and Dolly- you couldn't have gotten to this point if it wasn't for third wave feminism right well, like you have to go super extreme or you can't get to the point where it's like no i can be girly or i can be a man or i can just be myself because i'm a human yeah no absolutely but i think the rest of the 70s were very third wave and dolly parton was doing what dolly parton is still doing which was singing about whatever she wanted and having her tits out and always made up but she also you know was doing business and and making that money and so yeah that's what and then when they were like well that's kind of what feminism is would you consider yourself then she was kind of like okay yeah <laughs> i guess then yeah I'm, i am a feminist <laughs> but um, what is my favorite place i've ever been really it's wonderful yeah everyone was- that works there is old yeah, it was so interesting. So, like, the, the trailer of it, I listened to the week before, and I got really excited about it because they came up with this because when you look at, like, a uh, celebrity likability factor, like, on, on everybody, like, Dolly Parton's either, like, number one or number two as far as, like, people have nothing bad to say about her. Like, not many people dislike her. Exactly, yeah. And, and she's, like, loved by the gay community and also by, like, super religious people and <laughs> like what it's just she's kind of an anomaly of a person and so they it does like fit into many different categories yeah, exactly like she's like the original drag queen she basically place. is yeah and so yeah so it, that was pretty interesting i'm looking forward to listening to the rest of that and my second one um is a podcast called the stock talk podcast um so they do a lot of uh livestock show um, show livestock specifically kind of content um, they interview people in that industry and stuff like that uh, admittedly I think I've told um, one of the hosts who I know that I, I don't listen to very many of them because a lot of them are people I know or topics I care about that much but when they get to somebody that I'm really interested in um, I'll definitely give them a listen and this week they had on Temple Grandin and um, Temple Grandin is a professor at Colorado State uh, she's also like um pretty not i don't know i guess she she's on the spectrum for autism but because of that she can like see things the way that livestock see them is her biggest thing so like she's been really really um involved in designing like shoot systems for farms to work cattle the most calmly um she's worked with a lot of like packing plants and stuff like that to just humanely and calmly um, move the animals to the harvest floor and stuff like that just because uh, because of the way that her brain works she can just like see things that would scare animals or you know just make them feel uncomfortable Um, she's super interesting and she just I don't know she just it's amazing how like eloquently she can put things and stuff like that for um for I mean I'm sure as hard as it is for her to talk and stuff like that though I'm sure now she's more used to it but you know, it's impressive that she's got a PhD and she speaks lots of places and she teaches and does all this other industry stuff. And so that was a really good interview. Um, so if if you've heard of her or if you've never heard of her, um, I would recommend looking into her because she's super, <laughs> super, super interesting, I think. So are you laughing at my never heard of her? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Grandin, never I'm heard of her. <laughs> So yeah, I'm trying to be quiet. I'm not supposed to talk. <laughs> you can talk. You're here. Yeah, You've they they know office. about you. <laughs> no, Temple Grandin's Grand. Okay, Dolly and Temple Grandin are both badasses. But it's the true. thing that's cool too with Temple Grandin is she does a lot of work with like the autism community 
on one spe- on one side and then like the livestock community and like animal welfare. She there's a really awesome movie about her too that we watched when I was in school that did kind of show how like she just sees things different that we wouldn't see like puddles in like an alleyway that would spook cattle or like I mean just like a shirt hanging over the edge um that stresses out the animals and um, she was like for her like a hug was very comforting to calm her down so that's kind of how she designed like certain shoot systems to kind of like a hug for a cow it's the thing, like, it's like yeah the for dogs yeah that same kind of concept so a lot of stuff like, mm-hmm. she's just sweet yeah yeah it was um that was one of the things that I thought of when I was listening to this was like obviously I'd heard of her because I was an animal science major and she's huge in that community and then, I don't know, a couple of years ago, Katie's mom mentioned her. She was like, hey, have you heard of this uh, Temple Grandin lady? Because with some training that they did being an aide in the special needs room, um, they had like watched a video that she was in or something. I see her talk in Columbus. Oh, that's right. My yeah. Mom, Candace is editing now, Mole. Yes. It's the only way I could continue. Well, you've got a, I can't talk about what you've got a lot to do, but. You've been busy. That sounded very like I'm a drug dealer or something. Yeah, you are, right? Like, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> I need all of my drugs. I'm not no one now. Um, awesome. Well, great. Chaos is chugging some milk. Uh, yes. Supper. <laughs> so, okay. Let's get, what do we do? Let's get out of the fridge yes. and get on to it. Yes. for us to tell this story of how we met not through Kyle oh yeah I mean since we have you here I think that is important (laughs) Uh, Kyle was a former guest on the podcast he was our first guest um well minus my mom yelling at my cat that one time uh when we did the beer episode it's true and so Kyle I don't know if we got into this on the podcast but Kyle like grew up down the street from Katie and became my friend and like I don't know, junior high or high school, whenever I became friends with you guys, it was kind of just like, it's like getting a stray cat. Like, <laughs> you don't really ask for it, but all of a sudden he's in your life. And so, um. It's like a cute stray cat. Exactly. He's like a feral ones that like is scary and rapes all the other cats. I mean, he might be that cat, but you love him anyway. He's not that cat. He's not that cat. He's not a rapey feral that's the opposite of that that's true he's the most opposite of that cat he's like a like neutered cat that accidentally escapes someone's house and is rummaging around for table scraps just wants to be friends with all the other feral cats yeah yeah so anyway uh so kyle was our friend for years and nicole has been kyle's cousin for you know most of her life right like They've known yeah, each other. Step-cousins. So whenever my mom and Joel got married, I don't know. I was probably like eight, maybe eight, nine. Okay. Young. Yeah. So at least at least ten years at this point, Kyle had but known before Nicole. Candace was friends with Kyle. True. Yes. Honestly, maybe, but well, maybe not quite before you were friends. I've known with him. Kyle my whole life. Okay. He was always just that, like, neighbor boy. Yeah, just always around. I just remember him as, like, Kyle, the cool, nerdy one, and Colin, the really scary, like, jazzed up on Mountain Dew one. Yeah. <laughs> I love the description. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> exactly! That was him! That was Colin. Kyle. But, uh, and, and there were, like, multiple times that Kyle, either, like, his graduation party or other parties that he had that we were at that also Nicole was in attendance at and Kyle never introduced any of us to each other. It was like his friends were on one part of the party and his family was on another part of the party and he like didn't make any introductions between us. And so we all thought that you guys were like stuck up and rude 
But also, we didn't introduce ourselves. Yeah, we can't be stuck up in front of this never either. We thought you were stuck up. I know. But then I I am neither of those things. Well, I know that now. But no thanks to Kyle. So yeah, so uh, years later, Nicole and I ended up working in a pig barn together, like sorting uh, pigs for research trials into groups based on weight and stuff. And the first day we were eating lunch, and I said something about where I went to high school, and Nicole was like, oh, do you know the foxes? And I said, yeah, and I'm really good friends with Kyle. And she was like, oh, well, Kyle's my cousin. <laughs> You're one of those stuck-up bitches at his Exactly, and that was when we became friends. No thanks to Kyle at all. Yeah. It just kills me because we're very similar in a lot of ways, and I'm like, why would you not think that I would be friends with you guys? Like, it's no, it's very stupid. Yeah. I had to wait until I was an adult, practically, to be friends with y'all. I mean... Luckily, it all worked out, but still. It's true. It's just, like, the fact that boys are weird in this way, that it never crossed his mind that, oh, these people are in the same place. Oh, they're interested in similar things. Oh, they have similar personalities. Hmm. Maybe I should introduce them. They're both already here. Yeah. Yeah, so thanks a lot, Kyle. That's all we have to say about about that. That was a really long story. (laughs) But anyway. I think it has to be. It's it's more dramatic that way. Then Candace and Mole and I became friends. And then Candace and Mole lived together. And then Candace and Mole moved to Amish country together. It's true. Good times. Yeah, so we lived together in, in college with four other people in the house. And then when we were graduating... Uh, Nicole was moving to basically Amish country, Wayne County, and I didn't have to live anywhere in particular, but Wayne County sounded like a decent place to live because it was kind of in the middle of my territory and all of that, and so... Um, and it's Ohio's most agricultural county. <laughs> yeah, you can't discount that. Also has the prettiest sunsets. <laughs> I'll link to that article in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll put that Odyssey article in. Um, but so yeah, so we lived there and you know how, when you're graduating college and you've basically spent the last four years doing anything you can do for money, like any odd job, anything, um, we were both still in that mentality very much. And so we moved into a little, um, ranch house that sat on a dairy and we milked, <laughs> like, I think you milked like a couple nights a week. Yeah, I, milked on- I milked Friday nights and Wednesday nights, I think. Yeah. 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 I, milked, I, I milked, never had Wednesday meetings. So. Yeah. I milked Sunday nights and then we fed calves. One of us would feed calves like every night. Um, and I think I realized there that like I had a full time job and I didn't need to milk at 9 p.m. on a Sunday night to like survive my life anymore. <laughs> like, I didn't. I did. I worked for extension. Like, That's I true. Didn't any money and. Milking cows covered my rent. I don't regret that. That's true. That's true. But we legitimately lived, um, like in in an Amish neighborhood, pretty much. Like a yeah, couple. Like every every <laughs> person that lived on our road was Amish or Mennonite, except yeah. us. Yeah. So anyway, picking up where we left off, we lived in uh, in Amish country, right by the little tiny town of Kidron, Ohio. Um, all of our neighbors were pretty much Amish and Mennonites. Um, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so how, how did you feel about your time living in Amish country, Nicole? Well, it was interesting. Um, I don't know, like growing up, we always went to Amish country as like a touristy place. We'd go camping in Mohican and then always went and like got tarts and cheese and whatnot so that's kind of my experience yeah, um, like a good tart am i right <laughs> have you ever had the tarts from miller's bakery they are amazing no but i do love a good tart i have not because the only i only went to we always went camping at mohegan but we only like went to amish country once like to actually do amish country things and it was with my aunt darlene and my uncle bert and my cousin donnie and dominic she really wanted to go and we went on a sunday <laughs> So, no, I've never experienced anything. <laughs> you haven't experienced anything at all. <laughs> That's unfortunate. 
Um, that, it, it was definitely a culture shock going from living it. Moving to Columbus was a culture shock from, you know, little tiny. Uh, well, no, I lived in Worcester before, though. Duh. So I went to ATI, which is a two-year school. I did not know that. You didn't know I went to ATI? No. I just no. thought you showed up in Columbus one day. <laughs> it does make more sense that that's what happened. It really does. <laughs> so, yeah, I have lived in Worcester and been kind of around the Amish before, like, we would go just like driving around because it is a very pretty area. And my friend and I were um, obsessed with trying to go to an Amish party, which we never did get to do. But because <laughs> I had heard that. The, huh? Are you trying to go to like Rumspringa? Kind of. So they like have crazy parties apparently. Are going to be the girls that turned an Amish man into a free man. <laughs> Yeah, you could have you could have stolen somebody from the church, Nicole. Probably that wouldn't be off-brand. Let's be honest. It would be exciting. You could have saved someone yeah. from that awful it like is... beard with no mustache. Oh yeah, it is kind of culty. I've learned that, but anyways. So yeah, it was a culture shock moving from Columbus to a dairy farm in the middle of Amish country. But we had good times, like listening to them blare their music <laughs> as they go by, because everyone like thinks the Amish are this pure salt of the earth kind of people, holy like goody. No, they're not at all. I mean, some of them are, but. Yeah. the restraints you put on someone the more they rebel yeah, yeah. it's like the preacher's kid yeah so on footloose i know yeah but and that's like, real <laughs> like sean's footloose sucks you gotta have the original oh, one. Yeah. you gotta have Kev- kevin bacon or get no, out of my face um, my favorite what party that you guys had at your Amish dairy, which you were not allowed to drink at. Oh, this uh, is the only party we ever had at the house. Yeah, I, think. Well, I was there, and well, that party ended horribly for me. I ended up crying at the side of the house, and Mole brought me a puppy because she was scared I was going to try to leave. Um, but before that, the sadness sunk in. Um, that was before I realized that alcohol makes me very depressed. Um, it is a depressant. I am sensitive. Uh, Kyle was someone put the fire pit by the clothesline and it wasn't just like a singular clothesline it was one of those clotheslines that has the two lines so to get from um, like he was going to get more wood to get from the fire to the wood which was right beside the clothesline you had to go under the clothesline and we're drunk like we've been drinking and Kyle Fox the aforementioned Kyle Fox ducks under the first line because he knows it's there but stands up too quickly and clotheslines himself on the second one and then like bounces back and forth like a ping pong ball and just falls to the ground and he could have died. He really could have. I totally <laughs> forgot that that part of that night happened. I was After just... that happened, Candace is like, we're all sitting around and Adam's like, I smell like gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam was all of our drugs like to the side of the house. We know we're not supposed to be drinking there. We are all of age at this point, though. Like, it's not like what we're doing is illegal. Yeah, this is after we graduated college. Yeah, <laughs> and we're all like sniffing the side of the house, trying to smell the gas leak, and we're like, "That's the gas leak. There's natural gas leak. The house is gonna blow up. We're having a fire." And Candace is like. We can't call the landlord no, no. until that was me. No, I was going to say, I was like, Nicole, we need to call our landlords. And she was like, no, we can't. In the lease that we signed, it said that we weren't going to drink. And I was like, we're outside and everyone's yelling. They know that we're drinking. Like, that's just... Yeah, that's the other thing is their house was only like 100 feet. If yeah, they the were road. like... Pretty much on the other side of the driveway, so I'm sure like they, they could tell that we were all knew. drinking. <laughs> yeah, they knew. It's fine. Yeah, the it's house all good. Didn't burn down, though, yeah. so. The house didn't blow up, so everything was fine. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was the only party I think we ever had there. <laughs> yeah, that's also the party that um, Kyle called Jacob a sexy tenderloin. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> 
Harry is a sexy touch. He really is. <laughs> Sack of apples ass, Katie. Remember when you texted me that picture of that black man and you were like, does this look like Jacob? Yes. Mike from The Bachelor. Yes, he does. Yes. He does. I sent it to I sent it to Jacob and was like, this guy is a black version of you. And he looked and he said, I Googled it and I'm okay with that. He seems like a cool dude. I sent it to Donnie and he said he does not look like Jacob. And then I, I didn't accept that oh, answer. Yeah. <laughs> and so I sent it to Katie and I was like, this guy looks just like Jacob, doesn't he? And she was like, yeah, he does. Yeah, Jacob does have the ass of a black man. A sack of apples. Yeah. Not a sack of tater, sack of apples. <laughs> no, it's not lumpy. <laughs> It's really I mean, a sack of apples is just as lumpy. Lumpy, It's not as misshapen as potatoes. Oh God! All I right. don't know where this story was going. <laughs> right back to Amish country. Pretty much how it goes. So, um, since Nicole moved away from Amish country and lives in a community of normal people with electricity now, she's gotten Written very, she's gotten very into a. Uh, I'm a true crime. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this week we're becoming a true crime podcast. Yes. So, oh, yeah. Nicole, tell us about the first story that you heard about Amish murders. Okay. Well, actually, I did a little bit of research for this. Before we get into the meat and potatoes, I thought it'd be fun to start off with some Amish jokes. Oh. Um, Did I tell an Amish joke? Yes. It, go ahead. Have you heard about the Amish prostitute? She does three men a night. Oh. Okay, sorry to steal your thunder with that humdinger. <laughs> no, it's fine. If you Google Amish jokes, that's on like every single page and every form you could think of. But my favorite joke was, what do you wow, call Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's, but yours is my favorite. She's saying <laughs> your joke is real unoriginal, Katie. <laughs> you basic bitch <laughs> basic Amish joke telling bitch okay this one was my favorite joke what do you call an Amish guy with his arm up a horse's ass a mechanic because <laughs> they don't drive cars yeah you got it and then that was really the only like funny joke but there was also some Amish pickup lines that are so dumb you gotta hit us with one <laughs> does your field need plowing <laughs> I think that's what they're getting at yeah I think that's uh, the innuendo they're, they're going with there when we're not together I churn for you oh my god <laughs> That could also be a masturbation joke, honestly. It could! It's butter! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, this one's real dumb. I own many acres of fertile land in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I mean, sold. <laughs> this one's my favorite, though. Uh, why don't you come by around eight, bring a fresh bottle of buttermilk, and we'll sit silently amongst my large family. <laughs> so stupid. That was the worst very honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they always say everybody's hotter with acres. The first, well... Amish murder, which actually I re-listened to this podcast today, and apparently it was a Mennonite murder, mm. but they were like really old school Mennonite, like pretty much Amish. But I was listening to. Um, Maybe you should tell us the difference between the two for our listeners who aren't um, agriculture people in Ohio, which is like two people. But it's hard to say. Well, <laughs> Amish are more strict than Mennonites. They don't use electricity or really any modern. They're not supposed to any modern technology but Mennonites which Mennonites can vary please don't take this as like a real definition of the difference but 
a lot of them still drive cars or have electricity. Like, our landlords were Mennonite, and you wouldn't know it. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they don't, some of them do wear bonnets and dresses, and some don't, um, just depends on the church. Yeah. As yeah. time progresses. And, and some and have steel wheels on their tractors, the, and some have uh, so horses and buggies Yeah, this still. is talking. <laughs> That was just another addition about another Mennonite where they they can have tractors, but they have to have giant steel wheels on them. Um, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, as technology progresses, does that, like, and time moves on, modern technology changes, right? So, like, when self-driving cars become a thing, will Amish people and Mennonites be allowed to, like, drive cars because they're not self-driving cars? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's an interesting question. I, I think the biggest thing that I've learned about the Amish and the Mennonites is it's all very based on what your uh, your church, your bishop says is okay um, yeah. on, like, everything. Like, cool exactly, like, down to if you can do business with certain things and stuff like that. Like, some of that can even be if the, if the bishop says no, then it's a no kind of a thing. And so it's just a very, um, you know, one group can have more freedom than another. And so, yeah, I mean, sure, in, in, you know, 50 years when we when we all have jetpacks, maybe they'll just be driving, like, 1995. They'll be on their segways. <laughs> they'll have rubber on their bikes. Exactly. <laughs> they'll have upgraded to that. I don't know. But it's very possible. But, yeah. I mean, some of them have cell phones now. They're just, like... They're, like, the ones that you, like, the big ones in the briefcase. No. They no, have, they have, like, straight smart up phones. smartphones. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even have a smartphone until like four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends on the church, mm-hmm. but yeah. And there's also, um, I think within a lot of them, there's a, if you need it to do business, um, clause where it's like they can have computers and stuff like that because they need it to do business with the English. Um, so it's just kind of bizarre. Yeah, it's yeah. it's what's That's happening. That's kind of my thing with the like. I feel like it's just kind of whatever they want it to be. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And they don't pay taxes. And their horses shit all over our roads. <laughs> <laughs> and this is another thing that would drive me nuts about living in Amish country. There's a very wide shoulder on the roads in Amish country, so that a buggy can drive down them and they still drive down the regular lane and won't move over that's very true and me the taxpayer pays for that extra (laughs) wide shoulder them the (laughs) non-taxpayer won't drive on it hey Lane County your shoulders are extra wide (laughs) is that a good pickup line that is you trying to hit on our entire county that was my Amish pickup line (laughs) contributing you said i was worthless earlier i'm contributing (laughs) so anyway back to murder (laughs) i knew this would go totally off the rails um no so one day i was just like scrubbing buckets at work listening to um my listening to my second favorite podcast because this is clearly my first one but um my favorite murder and they do like many episodes where people will email in their hometown murders and stories and this gal said mount eaton ohio and of course i like perked right up because mount eaton so we live really close to kidron ohio but we also live really close to mount eaton and mount eaton is like this little town that has a gas station and a market and it's primarily Amish I would say like there are English people there but they're usually like you'll see them at the they're called English people because I think of the British I know that's so weird I didn't (laughs) realize that was the terminology they use well that's the thing over here there's just there's just Amish and also then British people okay sorry continue no it's fine but so we live super duper close to mount eaton and um the story was this girl her husband was um interviewing this guy for a job and he's like i'm so and so he said he asked him where he's from and he said mount eaton and he goes my brother murdered our parents but i wasn't involved (laughs) it's like what so then I like, of course, go to Googling and find out that this happened at a house that like, I know exactly where it was. Um, I used to drive right past it all the time. 
and this guy he had shot he he was like waiting in the house when his parents came home from church and he shot both of them it's crazy in the head with a shotgun and then must have like pushed them down the stairs into the basement or somehow they ended up in the basement and then he cut his dad's head off with a chainsaw I mean, I guess that's the way to do it. That would be the quickest way to cut your dad's head off. <laughs> but, like, why? Also the messiest, I think. Yeah, that's so gross. They said that it was a gruesome scene, obviously. But they found the guy then in West Virginia with a dog and a chainsaw in his truck. But, so it gets super crazy because um, my ex-boyfriend... I was like, mm, I need to know more information about this. And he lived like super close to them because that's why I would drive past this house. And so I called him to ask him about it. And his family like knew that family. He like, they sold hay to them and they like played with the murderer when they were kids. And I was like, how did I not know this? And his sister lived right beside the murder house. And apparently, after that happened, the dude, like, went to her house to ask to use her phone. And I was like, you talked to a murderer, like, right after it happened? He must have, like, changed his clothes and headed over there and asked to use the phone. How freaking crazy is that? Because Amish people don't have cell phones. <laughs> well, apparently the way they found him, though, was that, like, his cell phone pinged off of the towers. And so that's how they found him. Maybe his phone was dead. I don't know. All I know is if I was dating someone and they knew about a murder that they were like, you know, one degree separated from and they did not tell me, I would be pissed. Yeah, I was, well, we weren't dating when I found out about it, but I'm still pissed. We were dating and he didn't tell you. Yeah, so like, apparently, I think he thought I was actually like plotting to kill him (laughs) because I was like, was there a funeral? Did you go? And he said his parents went. And I was like, I need to talk to them about this. Was it open <laughs> casket? No. <laughs> Probably not. It's just sitting beside the body. Or they just took a balloon and drew like a face on it. Lord of the Flies style. They just have it on a stick sitting beside the casket. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Disrespecting the dead. <laughs> anyways so i was like going to worcester that weekend anyways to go back and visit some friends and i was like are they gonna be home i need to hear all about this so i like went to their house and interviewed them about just the family and the murder and everything and i'm pretty sure they all think i'm a psychopath now but i had to know wait you went to the like brother's house no 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 like, oh. I, you know, I drove past it. No, I went to his mom and dad's house. Oh, your ex's house. Uh, yeah. I thought ex. you were knocking on the murder house's door. Oh. I need more information. <laughs> Tell me about this. Tell me about that time your brother chopped off your dad's head with a chainsaw. I heard That's about a- this on a podcast. Could you please fill me in? Can Amish people use chainsaws? Yeah, they can use they can mo- use gas Yeah, they use gas motors. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because you'll see them mowing their yard with their regular mower. I'm like, that ought to be cheating. It's true, yeah. or most of them out there with their hand clippers. Yeah. <laughs> or the ones that like roll and you like sharpen the blades. At least, like that's yeah. probably should be allowed. That's true. I'll allow it, but if I was the bishop, that would be the rule. Yeah, you but... should be the bishop. That's what you should do. I bet you can't because you're a girl. True. You can Mulan that shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> Mulan them. Go and dress as a man. And, and trick a whole Amish church into the fact that you've come to be their bishop. That should be the next Disney movie. <laughs> Instead of Mulan, it's called, like, Moses or something. Yeah, they keep doing all these remakes. They need something original. That's true. That's one they haven't done yet. You have a nice strap-on beard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I think that story is pretty much wrapped up. Well, the guy that um, murdered his parents, he, like, keeps claiming insanity, even though all these, like, professionals say he's making it all up. So he's actually held in, like, he's never, he's not in prison. He's in, like, a mental hospital in Columbus. But, um... 
Yeah, I think, um, so no one would say for sure that they were like abused and that's kind of what brought it on. But they said like, that would be my guess that they were really strict and just kind of an odd family dynamic. But so that was that murder story. Another fun murder story that happened really close to us in Apple Creek. This one like had an Apple Creek address, which was what, okay. Just keep throwing out all these Amish towns. <laughs> if you've ever been to Amish country, Apple yeah. You know. Yeah, our address was the most like picturesque, stereotypical, like 1800s American town. Yeah. yeah. Katie always called and it, it was Apple a nice Bottom. Town, except for they cut down or knocked down the John Wayne mural store and put up a, what's that called? A Bell, Bell Stores gas station. Yeah, it's true ridiculous but anyways this murder happened and when you said strap on beard it reminded me about this show that my mom recorded for me there's this new show on like whatever crime channel yeah called murder in amish country (laughs) there's like i don't know how many uh like episodes of it but she was watching it and they said apple creek so she was like oh i have to record this and yeah and the reenactments are so bad because this guy's beard is like very obviously fake like you can see the sunlight through it and it's a very clean line like so bad but that story um this guy apparently was boning his van driver so they killed his wife. Was the van driver a male or female? Female. She was Mennonite. He was Amish. Scandalous. Yeah. Yeah. Can Amish people be together? No. I don't think. Not Not the same church. So like one of them would have to probably compromise and go to the other church. Yeah. You'd have to be baptized in the church. Like convert. Because I think you can convert too Amish if you really there you go Mole you could be a bishop I'm not <laughs> that, really, that just seems like be the best art project do ever. it for the content Mole <laughs> we need to like in secret Instagram page about like <laughs> my life as a <laughs> and they would never find it because they can't be on Instagram <laughs> infiltrate from the inside (laughs) i guarantee that some of them have instagrams though because like you can go to any restaurant in worcester and pick out the secret amish or ex-amish like a sore thumb sore thumb it's so obvious that's true how is it obvious well they always dress like i think how they think like normal English white people dress so like the guys will wear like rock revival jeans with like the ridiculous obnoxious like stitching on the pockets and like American Eagle shirts (laughs) yeah and they like dye their hair blonde and they all they all smoke I mean you can't tell that at the restaurant but they all smoke and some of them just like they just have that face like yeah. You can tell. They have the face of someone. Amish. Yeah. And sometimes when they talk, like, they sound Amish. They have a little bit of the accent, yeah. That's How true. does an Amish person sound? Like, oh. <laughs> Hold on. I There's really only a few words that I'm good at. Chersey is one of them. <laughs> and they're, they're, like, Jersey. So they, they say their J's, like, C-H's for some reason. Okay. So they'll say, like, it's it's just it's just around the corner or they'll say like oh yeah (laughs) you're being english now i'm sorry not to be confused with white people i get really good at um, amish ones like if i've spent multiple days in holmes county in a row i get pretty good at the oh it's it's jacob (laughs) jacob i feel so cultured yeah. <laughs> In a way I've never felt cultured before. Have you seen and it's the it's from Mexico? It's true. <laughs> Have you seen that dude that like dresses up like an Amish guy and makes videos? Um and you he's know? he's no <laughs> no. <laughs> um, That's a different him. guy. 
Candace, you've shared stuff. I've from seen, his yeah, what, a, yeah, I know who but you're talking he about. He replaces like his V's with W's, so he'll say like vehicle and like. Yeah. Um, his name's Jacob, but he says it like Jacob, and I don't know. It's hilarious. TV. I don't. I've never heard an Amish person replace their V's with a W. No, though. that one's that one's unique to me. But I always that hear would make saying like VW like a Volkswagen very confusing. It would just be WW. A Volkswagen. This has gone off the This has gone off the shoulder. Yeah. The wide shoulder. Yeah. Because it's, it's so wide. It's true. It's hard to go off that shoulder. Could you imagine the 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 pads that that football player would have to wear? They'd be a really good one. <laughs> was who rode in wings down here. US two hundred and fifty was a football player. You'd never get around him. <laughs> if you were a running back, he would stop you every time. So the second Amish murder. Oh, but the, my favorite part of that murder is this guy also had like an online dating site and he like his username was Amish stud. <laughs> Did he put like it has to be like Amish stud 69. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> no, his name wasn't Amish stud 69, but it says in this article that his um, his online profile asked, "Who wants to the number two do an Amish guy?" Is <laughs> exactly what an Amish guy would say. He's trying to get laid on the internet. That's the best Are Amish pickup line. Surprised? I don't know. I don't want to Google it. Either. No, because it's like home births, isn't it? Or do they go to the hospital? No, it's like home birth. I bet your not. dad is knifing your dick when you're bored. I bet they're not, actually. I don't think they would be either. Because they're already dirty. Because they never shower. <laughs> they, I don't it's true. Know. But if you're uncircumcised, like you really have to clean that thing. Yeah, but, true. They, but they don't. don't. <laughs> And I really don't I mean, want to fuck an Amish not, guy. Not I really don't want to do an Amish <laughs> Number two. The answer two. Is, is no. I really don't want to do. <laughs> Maybe there's an Amish murder happening, Candace, and that's, that's what those sirens are. Was that? I do not live in Amish country. That, those were Katie's, oh, I that think. was your house? Yeah, it was me. I thought it was me, but then I saw the lights, like, in your room, Katie. Yeah, it was me. Like, on your walls. Okay, never mind. But then my favorite part, too, is it says, dozens of women with handles like two underscore much underscore ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's the asphalt with dollar signs. No, it's not. Um, 69 smiley girl and naughty little sexy sex slave wanted to do an Amish guy. You know, they all sound like they would. <laughs> if you choose naughty little sex slave as your as your avatar name, you're probably up for just about anything. Naughty little sexy sex slave. Oh, that's, that's so... Imagine meeting someone who on their sexual bucket list was Amish man. So gross. <laughs> this was his picture. Like, so that was a picture of him. This was his like picture on the website. It's just his. Oh, body. just his body. Wow. It's not. I guess you know what we have been dissing them, but they probably most of them have hot bodies when they're young. They work the I was gonna say, yeah, they're out there yeah. working. See that? I see it. It's very pixelated and black and white, but I see. Yeah. He's got- He's, he's pectorals, if you might will. have a six pack too. It was hard to yeah. tell in that picture, but it's definitely possible. But it's crazy. They found all these text messages between him and so the like website didn't really have anything to do with the murder because the his van driver is the one that killed his wife. Mm-hmm. That's just like a little extra fun fact about this guy. Um, I forgot that was this guy. It's been so long since you mentioned that. <laughs> But, um, like, 
they texted back and forth all these different plans of like you know they could put fly poison in the cupcakes or um that's such a ridiculous way to kill someone that'll get him <laughs> no but then uh they said maybe you could blow up the house and the lady said what about your kids and he said the kids will go to heaven because they're innocent this is what like what That's a fair point. he makes a good point <laughs> don't <laughs> enable the Amish <laughs> stud katie <laughs> i'm an enabler i can't help he that needs you know to that think about, about his children and not about all the dickies laying down on the internet <laughs> you bet I'm your sorry. ass I'm leaving that oh, sound effect in. But the sound effect. <laughs> Call me Kyle. <laughs> All right. Well, we are running a little low on time here again. So, do you have anything else you would like to add about um, Amish murders, <laughs> or or true crime, or the Amish, or anything else? While you no, have the mic. I, I mean, I talk shit a lot about the Amish but I feel like just like every one there's good Amish and there's bad Amish and I think Mm. it's just so interesting that they're so different from us but then also a lot like us at the same time that there's bad I mean there's a lot of bad stuff that goes on um in the Amish communities like a lot of sexual abuse um things of that sort like (laughs) Did I tell you? No, I was telling my other friend, this, our intern, he lived near some Amish and they wanted to like stud him out to like introduce new bloodlines into the That's a huge issue when you're in the Amish community or any I know. But like, isn't it like very common for Mennonites to have like an extra finger? I'm serious. I think that's a thing. I mean, it probably is. There's a lot of like genetic recessives that pop up because they are such like small, small genetic pools. And so if there's like, if you're a carrier for something, the people that you have as options to marry probably are carriers too. So that is actually like a very serious problem in the the Amish community. (laughs) So if you know any guys looking for a side hustle... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Also, Trying to live like no one else. What did you say, Katie? I said apparently you can become Amish if you want. Yeah. That's true. And you'd probably get all the ladies if you were a new Amish. That's because true. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, no, I don't have anything else to say about the Amish. Sometimes I miss their shenanigans. Yeah. But I kind of miss. Most I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Where I live now, I it's very rare that I hear a buggy go by, um, and I really miss Sundays um, while the rest of the family was at church. The teenagers would just like cruise around in their buggies and listen to like I don't know where they even got this music. It, like it was just like a dance beat basically that was just like thumping, and they'd be like driving by and drinking beers, and they would Those always like horses were probably terrified. Yeah, I mean. They... They were just doing their thing. I'm sure the horses are used to it now. But, like, we, I would be out, like, grilling or something like that where I was out in the front yard. And they would see me when they would get to the yard and they would just shut the music off. Like, I hadn't been able to hear them for the last, like, two miles. Because also, they go... see the electrical lines going into your house. You're not going to narc on them. Well, I don't... I mean, they didn't know that. They probably thought I was going to, like, call their parents. But I wasn't going to. I'm all for a party. But then they get not far past your house at all and turn it back <laughs> exactly. on. Like, you can still see the buggy and they yeah. can turn their They have no back. understanding of how sound works, I think. It's like, oh. It's because they're Amish. They didn't go to school. They went to school until they were like in eighth grade. Exactly. We learned about sound in high school. I mean, I think we probably learned about sound in elementary school, too, if we're going to be honest. Candace, you're going to have to close this out on your own because we're about out of time again. All right. Um, awesome. Well, we're but Mole, want... thank you so much. Also, I just really missed your beautiful face. It was really nice to see you. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for thanks for coming on and talking all things Amish with us. And... Thanks for having me. Letting <laughs> Don't us... be a stranger. Come and visit. You two should Don't road trip. You love road tripping together. Come see. And you love road tripping. Yeah. 
That's a long drive, but I could be coerced into it, I think. We have really good Mexican food. That's true. They do. Which means good margaritas. This is also true. Nice. And me! This is also true. You guys lock me into it. <laughs> Yay! Well, when you get really cold, instead of doing what you're doing now, which is turtling into your sweater, you could come to the desert. It's 85 degrees outside right now. You said it was 95 earlier. It was, but it's cooling down. The sun's setting. It gets down to like, like 50 at night right now. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. So good sleeping weather, but then it's really, really hot during the day. It makes dressing very confusing. True. Hey, when that happens. All right. On that note, <laughs> we'll see you guys all next time. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, uh, you know, like, subscribe, um, tell a friend, follow us on our on our social medias, and yeah, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye.